0: Welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well hello and happy Wednesday and welcome to a brand new episode of Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Today is a special episode where I'm going to answer all of your questions. We actually have four questions that have come in um, because I just love hearing your questions about wedding planning and I love being able to answer the questions when I've got the answer and to get some experts involved when I don't know the answer and I can get somebody who does know the answer to come and give you all the tips and advice that you need. So let me start by saying that if you ever have any questions about wedding planning, getting married in Ireland, inspiration, it could be um, a question that maybe you feel too shy to ask with your name attached to it. So it could be an anonymous question about a situation that you're struggling with. Um, Or it could be something practical to do with planning your wedding. Whatever it is, I would love for you to send your questions in for future episodes. And there are three ways that you can do that. Um, one way is you can comment on any of our Instagram posts. That's probably best if you are happy for your name to be attached to your question. Um, you could also send us a direct message on Instagram. So for both of those, it's at Weddings Online and you can see all our content as well, but that's how you can get in touch with us. Um, or you can send me a private email to kelly at WeddingsOnline.ie and I would love to chat with you. Sometimes it'll be a question that gets grouped together with others in, a, in an episode just like this. Or if it's a frequently asked question, we may have a whole episode Episode dedicated to just answering your question. So send your questions in, I'd love to hear them. Um, today we're actually covering four very interesting topics. We're talking about wedding dress shopping, we're talking about last-minute invitations and what is okay and what is not. We're talking about capturing your wedding from the perspective of your guests and creating a special wedding sparkler moment. So let's go straight into question number one, which is from Aoife, who says, I'm just looking for any advice or tips on wedding dress shopping. Well, Aoife, I have some very special tips just for you. Firstly, do your research. So you want to know what makes you look and feel your absolute best. And that could be something as simple as understanding the silhouettes of different types of dresses and what makes you feel really good. So for me, I really liked any kind of dress that was nipped in at the waist. So that's, um, you know, nipped in at the waist and down, like an A-line shape. And um, it was something that I knew I felt confident and comfortable in because it was a dress shape that I had worn for other things before. And so I was drawn to that when I was trying on wedding dresses because I knew that it would hide the parts that I wanted to hide and it would emphasize the parts that I wanted to emphasize. So do a little bit of research of your own. Find out what you feel your best in and start looking for dresses that are a similar shape and style. Next thing, give yourself lots of time. So you want to start shopping for your wedding dress at least eight months before the big day. That just allows for any adjustments that need to be made, any alterations. um, And it just means that your dress will be ready in time for you and you won't be stressing about it. Next thing, choose your entourage wisely. So whoever you take along with you needs to understand a couple of things. They need to know your vision. So if you're looking for a particular style of dress and you know that that's what you want to focus on, or if you say, this is the style I'm looking for, but I'm open to other styles, whoever's with you needs to understand that vision so they know what type of dress you're hoping to find. They also need to know your rules. So you might have a rule like, um, you know, no comments about my weight or my size and you want body positivity and you want people who are going to celebrate you and what you look like. No one is going to say, oh, I wouldn't wear that because you, you know, you don't look very flattering in that. You want people who are going to make you feel really good. So whatever your rules are, make sure they know them. And you want somebody who's also able to tactfully give you feedback when asked. Of course, if the dress doesn't look great, you want someone to say, hey, how about trying this style instead? Or this is what I love about the dress that you've tried on. But how about trying something with a slightly different length or fabric? Somebody who can be tactful. So you know that maybe the dress wasn't a winner, but they're not going to say something that's going to make you lose confidence and feel not your best. Don't pay attention to sizes because bridal sizing is often different to your actual size. But with that in mind, don't buy a wedding dress that is too small. So many brides go in trying a wedding dress with the idea that they're going to buy one that's a little bit too small so that they're forced to lose weight for the wedding. Firstly, you don't have to lose weight for the wedding because no matter how you look, what you look like at the moment, you are beautiful and you are wedding ready and you shouldn't have to feel any kind of pressure to change how you look for your wedding day. Um, But especially um, putting pressure on yourself to find a dress that's too small and then change yourself to fit the dress. That's not any way to live and it's, it's actually not easy to fix that. So if you pick a dress that's a size or two too small and you don't lose the weight, it's really hard to make a change to the dress and you may end up having to buy another dress. If you buy a dress that's too big, it can be altered to fit you. But if the dress is too small, you can't really go and add a whole lot of fabric to make it bigger. So don't try and find a dress that you can fit into. Find a dress that fits you already come prepared. So here are a couple of things you want to do. You want to wear a pair of heels because you want to know what the dress looks like with the shoes that are about the same height as the ones you'll wear on your wedding day. You want to wear comfortable underwear um, and you want to wear a strapless bra so that you can see what different dress types and necklines look like without having bra straps in the way and you want to bring along any photos of dresses that you like so that you can show them to the people who work in the bridal boutiques, and they can pick out dresses that look similar to the styles that you really like and finally here are some things you can avoid avoid coming along with lots of spray tan on you don't want to get that rubbed off onto the white dresses don't wear too much makeup for the same reason and don't bring too many people with you so Aoife, I hope that helps you. Those are my um, expert tips for wedding dress shopping. Um, keep us posted on how you get on and what you end up choosing. We have an anonymous question from, um, I won't say who it's from, um, but this is what the question is. Our wedding is 2.5 weeks away and we have finally gotten in all our RSVPs. We've had about 10 declines and I'm debating how rude it is to invite a couple of people at the last minute that I couldn't invite sooner. Any tips on inviting last minute? I don't have an evening guest list so I can't just bump people up. Let me start by giving you um, a personal story. Um, When I had just started dating my now husband, um, he had already been invited to a wedding because there were friends of his who I didn't know when they got engaged and when they were creating their guest list. Um, But something ended up happening that someone who had previously said yes ended up not being able to come. And so two or three days before the wedding, I got a call from the bride to say, someone's canceled, we'd love for you to join us. And you know what, my first my first response was, yes, I would love that, that's amazing. So if I were you, I would not overthink it. So many people would just be so delighted to be there on your wedding day, Especially people who have planned a wedding before, they understand the stress that goes into choosing who can come. They understand that you have restrictions on numbers. Sometimes those restrictions aren't even imposed by you. It might be venue capacity or, you know, you've got um, family members that are required to be there and so you only have a certain amount of spots left for your friends. Most people would be very understanding and they would just feel so honored to even be thought of. So don't overthink it. But um, here's how you can go about inviting someone relatively last minute without making it feel weird. I advise um, not talking via text and email. If you can, have a phone call or an in-person conversation because then you get to actually chat to the person and they can see how excited you are for the day and how excited you are to have them there. Um, If you feel like you need to be apologetic, you can express that in your tone and you don't have to make a big thing about it. So phone calls and in-person, it's always best for any conversation that might result in somebody being a little bit offended. Talking face-to-face or voice-to-voice is so much better than sending a text. Um, Here's something you could say, something along the lines of this. I know it's a little bit last minute, but we've had somebody say that they can no longer attend our wedding and we would be delighted if you could come along instead. Now, sometimes people get offended sometimes they feel like they're the plan B, only you know your guests. And so only you know that the person that you're wanting to invite is going to receive it well or not well. And I would have that information in mind when choosing who that person will be. It might be... Like in my situation, I might have been a plus one, um, and that didn't offend me. I felt honoured to be there. It could be a friend who you met after you started planning the wedding, who would totally understand that actually, when you when you met, you'd already sent out invitations, and you know your friendship began after that. Again, those people would probably be very understanding. So choose who you're going to invite based on if you think it's going to rub them the wrong way, or if they're just going to feel so excited to be there because it's your day and you want to be celebrated even when you're extending invitations at the last minute. So I hope that helps. Um, We have a question. um, How can I capture my wedding from the perspective of my guests? I love this question because you spend so much of your day, uh, you know, with your partner. And as we discussed a few episodes ago, you actually spend most of your day with your wedding photographer. How crazy is that? Um, But you don't actually get to see your guests a whole lot. You know, Maybe when you're on the dance floor, you're, you know, dancing with everybody. Maybe there's a moment where you're going to go to individual um, people or to tables and greet everyone, but there will be so much of your wedding day that you don't get to experience. I've seen pictures from my wedding day of guests, you know, having drinks together at the bar, you know, you know, clinking their glasses and everything. And I was like, man, I don't even know if I made it to the bar a single time. And so I'm so thankful for those photos because it means I could see what was happening on my wedding day, even in the parts that I didn't get to. Um, And so I spoke with Valda from Taken Place Weddings, and she's actually come up with a genius way to experience your wedding from the perspective of your guests. And I think it's really cool. So why don't you have a listen to what she has to say?
1: Hello, Valda here from Taken Place Weddings. Your wedding day will go by so quickly and obviously you do not want to miss a single moment of it. No better way to do this than to collect your guest photos straight from their smartphones. They will be literally documenting your wedding day from early morning when they're getting ready themselves until late into the night when the party is still going. So why miss out on seeing your day through the eyes of your guests? The secret is to make it easy and fun. Forget apps. No guests would want to download an app, register, entering your email and all that on your wedding day. With Taking Place Weddings, you get a neat table card with a QR code on it. You put these on the tables around your drinks reception or even get the QR code printed on your invites if you wish. So what do your guests do with the QR code? Well, they literally scan the QR code with their smartphone. They can take a selfie there and then or scroll through their photos from earlier on in the day and share their candid moments with you instantly. If you'd like to share these photos with everyone, then you can with our Taken Place slideshow link. This links all the pictures up onto a screen at your venue. And this is also very popular if you're having a day two event. Taken Place weddings really is a fantastic way to see your wedding photos taken by your guests.
0: I love that. Um, it's such a fun way to get your guests to be taking photos and actually sharing them with you. And um, I love the option to have a, a slideshow made with a collection of all the photos so that they can be on display throughout the day. Um, such a fun way to experience your wedding from the perspective of your guests. So that was Valda from Take and Place Weddings. I will drop a link to how you can get in touch with them. So if that's a service that you're interested in, you'll know exactly where to go. But let's get to our final question, which is, how can I create a fun, sparkler moment? Believe it or not, it's actually a little more complicated than you would think, but it is totally worth it. Step one, just check with your venue, actually, because some venues have restrictions. Um, I know where we got married, there had recently been a fire. And so because of that, it was kind of off limits to have anything that might cause fires. Um, And so check with your venue just to see what the options are make sure that you're allowed to do it before you invest any more time into your sparkler moment. Um, Also talk with your photographer and videographer. Those are the people that need to be really prepared because they'll want to capture the moment. They may need to have specific lenses or be in a particular position in order to capture things on the day. Um, They also will probably have some advice from previous experiences of sparkler moments at weddings. So they could come up with some fun ideas for you, including poses or where you should stand in relation to your guests. Um, So have a chat with your photographer and videographer because they'll definitely have something to contribute to your planning next you want to enlist team sparkle for roughly every 25 guests you need to have a helper who's bringing out the sparklers and lighting them when the moment is ready so it could be the venue staff just ask if that's an option or it could be some non-drinking friends and I say that um very specifically because you don't want to cause issues with people who are getting a little too happy with the sparklers and the lighters. Um, You also want to have one sparkler per person. I know it sounds like a fun thing for people to be holding multiple sparklers but the more sparklers there are the more likely there is to be some kind of mishap or accident and with fire you just don't want to take the risk. So one per person you need to know who's going to give the cue. It could be your MC or your DJ, but someone needs to instruct your guests on what's happening, where it's happening and when it's happening. Um, So make a really specific um, plan of what's going to happen, where the photos are going to be taken, where you want your guests to be standing so that your MC can give the cue and everybody knows where they're going. And from that point onwards, your photographer could guide everyone based on where they should be standing, how they can pose and all of that. Um, here is what I recommend you buy. You want to have long handled sparklers, so about 70 to 90 centimeters each with a burn time of around two to three minutes. You don't really want to light them and then they you know they flicker out really quickly. Two to three minutes means that if you're having one lighter for every 25 guests, that there's enough of an overlap between the first person lighting their sparkler and the last person lighting their sparkler so that they're lit at the same time. Um, You want to have a gas lighter, as we said, one per 25 guests, and a bucket of sand so that you can put the burnt sparklers in them and not just throw them on the ground, possibly causing burn marks in the grass or Lighting things on fire. Not ideal. So let's finish with a couple of tips. Tip number one ask your guests to leave their drinks inside. You want to be able to have them have free hands so that they can actually pose properly in the pictures. Um, tip number two hold the lit sparklers high and not across the guard of honor. You want them high up so that they're not in the way of people's faces. And finally, very important tip, if you are still wearing your veil at that point, I recommend taking it off. Again, a fire hazard. You don't want to have your beautiful veil get destroyed because of someone's sparkler. Um, So there you have it. Those are the four questions. Thank you for sending them in. And a reminder of how you can send in your questions if you have any for future episodes. You can comment on any of our Instagram posts or send a direct message on Instagram. It's at WeddingsOnline. Or you can email me at kelly at WeddingsOnline.ie. I'd love to hear from you. Um, Even if you don't want me to feature the specific question, um, I can still help you with your wedding planning. I would love to put you in touch with suppliers who can help you out and answer your questions um, however I can. Well, thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays of Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.